Anchor has always allowed me to become an original by creating a podcast right from my home. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a whole podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome back to another episode of Open Your Ears Podcast. I'm your host, Des. You guys, please feel free to follow me now on Instagram at Open Your Ears. Again, you guys can please also follow me on Anchor FM, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts. I want to have a conversation in reference to the recent argument of do all black men cheat. Now on Fox Soul, they have a new network that is doing pretty great. So Mr. Isaiah Factor, you guys check out Fox Soul and look at this men panel. So the men panel was set up because of some controversy that Miss Lonnie Love, the comedian and talk show host of The Real made a statement stating that it's a bit hard for a black man to be faithful or be loyal and or committed in a relationship. So I digged and digged and I found Foxo Mr. Isaiah Factors men panel. And he had about four guys there. And they all mentioned that it had something possibly to do with the 1960 era when the government set up uh, welfare to help single moms, uh, you know, single parents, I'll say, be able to gain support so that they can financially be able to take care of their child. Um... And so the men were pushed away or forced out the house. But some of them probably were not forced or pushed away. Some of them probably disappeared when the woman got pregnant. So one gentleman mentioned that perhaps her thinking pattern is in relationship to back in the day. Because a lot of us are still not comfortable enough. And most of us won't ever forget the past. And so what Miss Lonnie Love, in my words, said was straight out, it can be hard for black men to commit. Now, this would have been great if I would have had a gentleman here to do an interview with me about do all black men cheat. And perhaps I'll do a part two if I can find a couple of guys or at least one gentleman to 
speak more on their side what they think is what is the problem with it. I actually had a conversation just last night with my colleague, Mr. Tyreek Ransom, who did the What is Settling episode. And so he said he has an issue with it. And quite frankly, all the guys on that panel did. One guy said that his woman provides all that he needs, and so he has no reason to walk out on her. He has no reason to make her question his loyalty, you know. And he's extremely faithful, and he has been for the time period that they've been dating. One gentleman mentioned confirmation bias. So he did not speak negatively, none of the guys, about Lonnie Love. So the guy talked about confirmation bias and how it's almost like, in my words, I would say hopping on or following the bandwagon. So, like, why you have most people attacking Miss Lonnie Love, this guy, and I, like I said before, none of the other guys either, they didn't bash her. So this guy talked about confirmation bias, meaning once she see this episode, once she hears about this panel, then she'll still create that, I'm not going to use the word false narrative, but she'll still create her perception of find some type of issue with the decision that Isaiah Factor made with having the male panelist. And as he stated, she did. So her confirmation biasness came after she saw the Isaiah Factor, and she said, why don't you have women on the panel? Why don't you have women of color on the panel? Women will be able to express or speak about their own personal relationships dealing with the black man, uh, particularly African-American or black women. And so Isaiah Factor actually took her advice, and what he decided to do was bring a few women to his panel, and again, everyone spoke with Ms. about the situation of Miss Lonnie Love, not more so um, Joe Budden, but, you know, they sort of mentioned that he said that um, she was referring to him making a statement that Mr. Kevin Hart worked so hard. And these men that were on the panel previous were the men... She said men of power who basically have those options. And so I'll piggyback on that and go back to talking about the women panelists that Mr. Isaiah Factor brought on. So one of the gentlemen was an attorney, and he spoke about decision-making. You know, you can't make a person think or make this decision. It's still solely up to that person in the end. But he did, in my opinion, agree that men of power do have those choices, they do have those options. But he never said that they were unloyal. He just said clearly that, in my words, men of power do have the option. And so, back to the female panelist. Mr. Isaiah Fiker had beautiful, intelligent, multicultural, mixed woman, black woman there. He had, I believe, um, a Latina, 
uh, Caucasian, uh, Asian, or black and Asian mixed girl. She's very beautiful. I'm quite confused, really, as to her background. But he also had a black woman. And I think that Miss Lonnie Love was just in her feelings. And because of the backlash on social media, that I don't believe she actually went back a second time around to view Fox Souls, Mr. Isaiah Walker's, excuse me, Mr. Isaiah Factor, his second panel of the women. Because she was just like, where's the black woman? So I'm not sure if she may be sore or someone tagged her in it. I'm not sure if, you know, not actually saw it, like watched it, but maybe saw a commercial or got some information from someone that stated that Mr. Isaiah Walker did a woman's panel, as well as that men's panel that you mentioned. I honestly don't think she watched it because she would not have still seek or been seeking out, you know, confirmation bias. So, I think that, in my opinion, I would not say that all black men cheat. I would say most men no ethnicity, no background, no culture, nothing has anything to do with it. I'd say that men in general cheat and like one of the other men panelists because they were more, in my opinion, outspoken. They were, those were the people that I really wanted to hear. I just, you know, I listened to the women's panelists, but I really was more intrigued and more like, had an open ear for the men's opinion and black men particularly um what they had to say. So excuse me guys, I'm trying not to pause so frequently. But I really feel like my bad, this this wake and bake is necessary. I've woken up a couple of hours early. Let me get back on topic. So I really just was more so interested in that. And like I said, in my opinion, I wouldn't say that all black men cheat. I would say men cheat. And that's only, like one gentleman said, his woman provides all that he needs. He doesn't have an excuse or a reason to venture out or have any temptations or lust over that woman. I would say that men cheat in general when they lack something. So I'm not going to go into parenting. I'm not going to go into motherhood much. But I think that it sometimes has to do with the childhood, though. Because I feel like sometimes when a man leaves the home late, when he doesn't go straight to school, or when he doesn't decide that he doesn't want to be home with his mom or both parents, he want to stand up and be a man, get him a job, leave the home, he becomes, in my opinion, more independent and more mentally equipped to handle challenges on a day-to-day. -day. I would say a man who stays at home with parents, one or both, has a bit more free will, has a bit more dependability upon that parent for reassurance if times get tough. And so sometimes the single mom who raises a man, eventually raises a man, raises a boy into a man, she's not a man and i'm not saying that she maybe didn't have brothers or older brothers for that matter or any other
role model, you know, whether she had both parents growing up or not, and her home played an effect on her childhood. And you guys can also reference my episode where I talked about does trauma affect your decisions, does trauma affect your childhood, and does it have a role on your adulthood. So I would say a man who is constantly getting that love, that additional, conditional love from the mom, I would say he would astray in a relationship as an adult. And this is my opinion. I would say that he would astray from a relationship as an adult because he doesn't quite have the, the skills. He doesn't, yet he was raised around women. He know how to be sensitive. He knows how to maybe be clean, but maybe he has an issue with being able to commit to long-term relationships if he feels that the woman says no about things. If he doesn't feel that the woman is totally submissive in a relationship, she's gonna do everything he says, she's gonna, you know, really idolize him, he may stray away. And like I said, I thought about this from a single parents and a single mom raising a man, and I also thought about this, if that single mom was raised in a two-parent home or that, that, that boy was raised into a two-parent home. Me as a woman and as an African-American black woman, I wouldn't say that it totally has a role. These are just thoughts that I'm having. So I know you guys will see a pro in it and a car. So I'm trying to look at it in both perspectives. Like, okay, maybe these men who she dated, because she stated that Miss Lonnie Love, she stated that in her experiences dealing with men that they all cheated. And they all had an issue with her attitude or her weight. Now, I think she's really digging deep because there's someone here for everyone. She's currently in a great relationship from what the world can see. But I think that her issue is the disrespect to her race. And she's one of the people, in my opinion, I'm so sorry, Miss Lonnie Love. I respect you. I'm just giving my opinion that... Yes, she's being honest. Yes, she's being open. Yes, she's having a conversation. But she wants to control maybe the relationship. She wants to be in control. And I know I sound like Fantasia. And I know I sound like that man from the one parent or that man that was totally ignored from the dad. Or maybe I sound like what I said about the man from the single mom who held his hand when times got tough. But she dated men who cheated on her. And she said it was her attitude. Maybe those men were actually very independent and left the home when they felt mature enough mentally to handle society. Maybe they were ready to leave the home and they are in careers, and they had great jobs. You know, they ventured out a better uh, life for themselves, getting higher education. I don't know these guys. But she said all men that she's dated cheated, and that it was an issue with her attitude and her weight. I disagree. I know it's a disagreement with the weight. Yes, she's a 
thick woman. She's a full-size, full-figure woman. But she's beautiful. I will say an attitude can break a church, a family, a home, if it's negative. Because while you're dealing with your challenges, you as the woman still got to be compassionate. And that goes back to me thinking of a man's perspective who grew up from a single parent home or solely with the mom around. And like I said, we have those guys who grew up around a lot of women and they're extremely respectful. They learned to respect the woman from that experience. They learned to be more clean, you know. But then you have people in another situation with a different mindset that say, I need that hand. I need that, like, I need you to be like, yes, daddy, like, I need $200. I'm, I should be able to ask you every week. You telling me no? That's fine. I'll ask the next woman. Or I need what I need. And sometimes you don't got it financially. Or sometimes it's a disconnect somewhere. And in relationships, I feel like people have disconnects sometimes. I won't say that it's totally unhealthy of a relationship. People are not supposed to agree with every damn thing. Like, you're not going to say, all right, it's your way every time. Now, I know the men would disagree because they say that's the issue. And it does piggyback to what I said about Miss Lonnie Love. And it's, it's still my opinion, you guys, that Miss Lonnie Love does have an attitude issue in a relationship with her man because she wants, like I said, to possibly be in control. And a man wants an independent woman. So I'm not saying that when she listens to this or somebody tell her in this, she going to come back to me with that confirmation bias, behavior, and attitude from just my opinion because I don't know her for real. But I'm saying that, yes, a man wants a woman who's independent, who got her own, who can hold her own. But they still want that sensitivity, that feminism. They still want that soul side from a woman. Hell, those men who I mentioned before, and I'm trying to keep giving a bit of a scenario and retract what I'm saying and try to, you know, speak a bit slower so I can think slower before I speak. Because you guys know I don't edit shit. But those men who did go from the home, they'd be like, damn. She not like my mother. Because you know all men want a virgin of their mother. Whether their mother was a single woman, you know, alone as a single mom, and the woman that they're dating is as well, or it's just similar characteristics that create their personality that they still see that vision of their mom, whether their mom's here or not. Every man does want that vision of their mom and a woman, the woman that they would hope to be with forever. But it, it varies because I never talked about the personality of the moms. Like if the moms were successful in a marriage, if the moms were outstanding single parents, if the moms had any addictions whatsoever, it does not always have to relate to drugs and alcohol. There are all kinds of different addictions. I'm not a therapist or none of that shit, y'all. But I'm just trying to dig deep in this uh this Murray, she got me really thinking profoundly. You know, it's like when you hit the J or the Murray, it's the best conversations. 
Like, I will still revert back to Tyreek Grandson. Man, Mr. Tyreek talked about this last evening because we get together from time to time on Tuesday evenings. And we have a one-on-one. I said, hey, Tyreek, you a prophet. He was like, yes, that's why we connect. Like, you know, you know. And I do have that gift where I can see bullshit, you know. But sometimes I just play the food because I always try to see that little bit of sparkle or flame in a person until they carry me. Or I, tiff, I feel like, nah, I had enough. This going to get make the situation worse. He was like, son, we're realistic people. We are realists. I'm like, yeah, I hear you. You do the pros and cons. But it's like you always do want to prepare and imagine the worst. But see, I'm trying to, like I mentioned about the vision board party, I'm trying to keep my energy sane. So you guys, um, I bought this chakra chart beaded bracelet from Zoo Lily. I think it was less than ten dollars. But as you guys mentioned, as I mentioned at some point or time, my bad. You hear how the Murray got me talking, and I'm not gonna edit this shit. I'm gonna just repeat that shit. I'm tired of y'all telling me I need to stop cursing. Like, I'm trying to do better. But I'm human, so I can't change it all in one day. But I'm, I hear y'all. I'm tired. But I need to be more authentic. I keep trying to change shit. Yes, I am going to still change my format from time to time just to give you guys that extra. Oh, okay, she switched it up on me. But... I feel so comfortable when I curse. No, I don't like education. I'm not naive. I'm not, un, you know, unintelligent. I'm, ex I'm extremely smart. Yes, I can learn. Yes, I can improve. I've always said I'm a work in progress. But I'm cursing. Fuck that. So, if anyone wants to send me a voice message at openyourears.com, do a recording voiceover and email or send me a DM or something with Instagram at Open Views and you are African American man. I would actually honestly like to get a man of every taste, tone, color. <laughs> but I want to do a part two where I can really dig deep as I continue my research. And because I'm still researching, I want to be able to talk more about it. Do all black men cheat? And I know I mentioned what I thought, you know. And, like I said, not all. It depends on the upcoming, the upbringing. How they were raised. Because mentally, as a child, it plays a role. Were there any trauma in their childhood? Because as long as African American or Black American people continue to talk about Black history and about our past times and the effect that it played on us, we'll always understand that we're going to have some mental issues. And I think it's the same with not just Black people in general, for real. And then second note, I think it has to do with, like I said, your childhood. Did trauma play a role? So I'm piggybacking on
previous episodes that I've spoken about, you guys please check out the episode where I talk about childhood trauma and the effects of an adult. You guys please check out what is settling with Mr. Tyreek Ransom. That's a pretty interesting conversation he and I had about settling, being a ride or die. Um, you guys please check out the beautiful neck down. It shows you what is happening. <laughs> so I always let you guys know I'm in the storytelling uh, category or narration because um, I decided to change it from like celebrity gossip, although although this information is through celebrities, I just feel like it's prevalent. Like I just feel like it's very necessary to really have a conversation. And I would have loved, again, to have had a group of men, whether they were physically here with me having this um, set up as an interview, or if you guys, again, can please send me a message, we can do that part too. Do all black men cheat? Based off of the show, the new Kevin Hart show on Netflix, don't fuck it up or don't fuck this up. Fox Souls Network with Mr. Isaiah Factor. And it's also based off of Joe Budden's podcast and the feedback Miss Lonnie Love from The Real stated. And, I, and again, it was controversy with Joe Budden too, you guys. Like, I feel like um, people always have shit to say about Joe Budden's podcast. Or like, not to put him in it, but T.I. Like, people always, and I understand it. I'm not a man. I'm not them. I don't know them. But I understand. You know, I understand and ladies, if you can give your personal experience like more in depth with the story of do all black men cheat, it would be phenomenal. I would love to record it with you. That would be awesome. That would make it extremely interesting. So please feel free to check me out again on Instagram at Open Your Ears. I'm trying to get my followers up, y'all. I'm trying to drive right now. I got like six friends, but what I have decided to do is use that as a marketing tool to expose this here podcast, Open Your Ears, um, while I still continue to prove improve with my website. You guys can check it out, but I still need a lot of improvement in different areas, and I'm just trying to reorganize and reanalyze and like rethink and reframe and begin executing these ideas in mind, and so... I never had Instagram before. I have it here for you guys to follow me from time to time. I'll probably do my audio to transcript or I may write a summary of what I mentioned. But for the most part, I'm just going to be sharing the links of the new episodes. You guys can just click the URL, connect to it, and just randomly just listen to episodes. You don't even have to listen to the one that I share and link with you guys. I'm just trying to give you guys a bit more of my personality and just be inside my head with me. And like I said, I'm trying not to pause much, but I'm hitting this gym.
Um, again, I'm still trying to continue getting the feedback from y'all, you all, about the background music, if I should keep it and just speak louder or higher. Sounds better. Um, and um, Penn Station, I will be checking you guys out. Thank you guys for following me on Instagram. They will get a hear or see from me. I got to check out the schedule. I'm hoping that I can come on a Saturday. So I can do my recording in your, at your facility. Um, yeah. I also checked out Fox Soul more depth, you guys, because I did go back and check out Miss Claudia Jordan. Out loud with Claudia Jordan. And she did a great job. Miss Claudia, you did a phenomenal job on how to spot a narcissist. So that's something I also want to talk about with you guys. So look free to me having my episode about Ride or Die more in depth. Although I spoke about that with What is Settling. I also mentioned that I wanted to do a future podcast about Ride or Die. I also want to do a part two on Do All Men Cheat. And I also want to speak about how to spot a narcissist. And it is something that I would like you guys to also study with me along the way. And check out Fox Soul out loud with Claudia Jordan, How to Spot Narcissist. And I know I do this thing from time to time. Well, at least I've done it my last episode for sure. Where I'm just randomly promoting folk. No one's paying me, you guys. Yes, no one's playing me yet, but I'm not looking for that at the moment. I'm just like, hey, this is where I'm referencing my information from. And people are doing their thing. It's extremely good. So I'm going to talk about gaslighting and the, story, the 1940s story behind that when I come back to you guys with how to spot a narcissist about, you know, disregard, moral support, non-ownership, except to self, no ownership, there will be something that I'm definitely going to have a conversation with you guys about. And again, it's just my opinion, my perception of what I think it is. Um, and I'll even look at the pros and cons and change the narrative so that it fits the listener's thought. Like, yeah, I, don't, I disagree. But okay, yeah, she see why I disagree. Nah, I don't, I don't agree with that. Oh, okay, I agree with that. Yeah, she right. You know, maybe I'm not right, y'all. But I'm just giving you guys my thoughts. And for the most part, I'm here for storytelling. Everything to me is a story. I know how to be descriptive when it's my personal experiences and have that more of a realistic vision. So, yeah, I want to be known for that. Um, I may listen to this. I may not listen to this. <laughs> um, what I'm trying to do also is listen to my previous episodes and try to just get better each episode, progress, and, you know, just um, prove to you guys I'm serious about this shit. 
So I'll go and have that day on a Tuesday or Wednesday morning. And I'm like, listen to other podcasters for my inspiration and just to see um, how I can also improve. And then I listen to mine over and over and over and over again. And I'm like, ah, they didn't always heard it. I ain't gonna delete it now. Yeah, man. Shoot, maybe I shit it. So, as soon as I get that laptop that I mentioned twice or maybe three times, I still got other bills that I feel are more important at the moment. But as soon as I get that, I will begin editing. But you guys, let me know your feedback on if I should edit my videos. Um, if the sound matters, because I was told, research stated that 70% of podcast listeners don't really care about the background. But the 40%, the 30%, 8, 9, 10, the 30%, they do care about the distractions. So the majority of the people don't. They just want that story, that content. They just want to listen. But then you have those people who get distracted. And so I'm trying to just make my podcast better each time. I'm not going to use anyone's music because of copyright issues, although there are licensures that I can purchase. I am really trying to fall back from that, and so I've been using um, free material that I can use as my pockets, um, backgrounds that I've used, and so I'm just trying to just figure everything out. Um, I'm also learning a lot from Mr. Shannon Hernandez, the shaman. You guys can check him out. He's also a great YouTube teacher. He's a podcast, a uh, YouTube podcast teacher, excuse me. He's a podcast producer, radio broadcaster, he's a podcast uh, host himself, and he's extremely smart. Like, he's been doing this for several years now, so he's an expert. And so, um, I've been mapping out, like, a who, what, when, where, why, using the why theories, to kind of help me journal out content or just, you know, just take notes, highlight the main points. And so, uh, while I'm not really reading off the paper, I just had to do small shit, like remember the name Isaiah Factor. Remember where I I got the information from? I just had to kind of just, yeah, do that. Maybe I'm talking too much. Alright, though, um, if I do listen to this part, maybe I will delete this part. <laughs> but anyway, I might change my mind again. So, um, yeah, you guys, please check me out at Open Your Ears Podcast via Instagram now to send me messages. But if you feel like you need, is a little mean, it's okay. I may just have to set that shit up. But, you know, I'm. I'm out here now. I might as well just be prepared, you know. But just if you feel like 
You know, long as it ain't no fuck shit, god damn. Ain't nobody trying to take that. I'm talking about I'm in it now. Nah, I can't take that. So if you here to support me, I'ma take your feedback. Whether it's brutally honest or not. But if you just try to curry my shit, then that's just fucked up in advance. Yeah, y'all, don't do that shit to me. Please, I'm sensitive. <laughs> and I don't want to start 2020 off like that. Because I've been doing great. Alright. Go ahead, check me out. Breaker, Anchor, Google Podcast, Spotify, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast. Go ahead, y'all. Alright, you guys. Have a great day yes I'm stretching don't fucking ask me that shit were you stretching hell yeah did you hear how high my voice got when I said have a great day now see talk to you guys soon